Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, talking with the one and only Mr. Todd Baldwin. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, man. Thank you for, again, getting me one more time on Business Insider. Thank you for the next one you get me on, just to tease you here. Uh, and of course, thank you for letting me reminisce about all the hate I received in the last 24 hours. But what I want to do now is I want to talk about why do we do this? Why do we have YouTube channels? Why do we put ourselves out there in the public domain, which can invite hate and attacks? Um, why do we do that? Why do you do it? I think this is important data that needs to be shared. It's not talked about in school. You won't learn it in you know most other places. And I saw especially online, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of this financial um, independence niche, unfortunately, man, a lot of it is garbage. Like you see some guy who goes and rents a Lamborghini for a couple of hours, says he just bought it, you know, and here's all my models that I bang every day, right? Just to sell you a $5,000 get rich course. Yeah. And it's like, I just, I wanted to show the truth. The truth is it's hard work and it's not really glamorous. Like I drive an old car, like I, I live on less than I make. I'm not a flashy person. Like this is real. This is how you actually become a multimillionaire and it's not glamorous for the first few years. And I think that was missing. So I just wanted to show that and, and prove it to people it's possible, but don't fall for the glitz and the glamor. That's funny. That's exactly what I was doing. Right. Again, I go back to my story. I read rich dad, poor dad, and then it, it didn't dawn on me for a decade. That's how slow I am. I'm not the brightest ball. But Rich Dad Poor Dad is not a how-to book. It's an accounting book. It's a mind for me. It was a mindset book. It was an introduction of some, you know, having money make money. I don't know why that was a foreign concept to me, but it was, and it's actually in the Business Insider article. I admit that we that error and experience or whatever you want to call it. Um, but it was yeah. It was just there's nothing that we did that was. It wasn't rocket scientists. It wasn't. We weren't naturally talented. That's a big thing for me, I guess. There's nothing that we have or was given that someone else can't do, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, and, and again, it's, it's important. I don't like the, the hucksters out there selling $10,000 uh, mentorships and, and all of those things, you know, run to the back of the room nonsense. Because I saw all of that when we were starting and it always made me feel icky. And now with social media and all these other things going on, that whole world just felt bad. So I came to this uh, from a position of strength, meaning I already could live my life. So that really allowed us to, um, you know, a couple hours a day, seven days a week, right? Now I'm talking to you from a studio I rent because I wanted to do more. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I just, just it's, it's, it's out there. It's just people got to find it, I guess. People got to find it. Um, and, you know, part of it, too, is the, the folks that are renting the Ferraris and just lying to people, you know, about how they make money off Amazon FBA or whatever. Uh, yeah. um, they will never, ever go on Business Insider or CNBC because you have to prove 
how much you make and how you make it. Yep. And they, they're scam artists. Like they, they won't do these things, right? Yeah. So if, if you see a guy like Michael Zuber on Business Insider or a guy like me on CNBC, like the, the scrutiny that they do, they literally combed through all of my bank accounts yeah. and saw transactions coming in and out. What's this? Where's that? From all these things, right? And, and I had to verify all of it. So they know, okay, yeah, this guy's legit. He's telling the truth. So that's part of the that, that, that's part of the reason why I did the CNBC stuff and the Business Insider and all that stuff is to basically prove what I'm telling you guys on my YouTube channel. Right. And that is, hey, work hard, live below your means, invest everything you can, spend zero time bitching about how life is unfair. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, eventually you're going to have an incredible amount of wealth. Yeah, one of the things I get from your story, I get from Dion, a lot of my experts is the importance of house hacking, right? House hacking was not a thing, at least maybe it was, but I didn't know about it until after I was retired. That's how out of touch I was. Um, but it, in my opinion, there needs to be some new stuff taught at your senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. House hacking, credit cards, just the stuff that catches everyone. It's not talked about. I mean, Getting on the property ladder today is as hard as I've ever seen it, right? Record low inventory, rising rates, rising prices. It's not a good time. Mm -hmm. But if you change the mindset from Gen X or baby boomers, which was go get a starter home and then trade up after a decade and all of that to let's house hack a five, five bedroom like you did in Seattle or let's house hack a quad if that's what you want to do instead. I, I just... Getting on the property ladder is so important. There's just, there's more ways to do it. And that's why I love your story, earning financial freedom by the time you were 30 or 29. So it's pretty cool. No, you know, so here's what's crazy is, is in my area, a sort of a normal average apartment for like one person is around 2000 bucks a month, okay. not a studio, but like a, you know, like a one bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. And when I bought this duplex, we rented out the other half. We also rented out, I, we converted one of the garage spaces into a studio apartment. And so not only were we living for free, but we were making a profit of about 1800 bucks a month. Wow. So that was a swing, right? Of, of I guess what, $3,800 a month because we would be spending two grand a month on rent. And instead we're making 1800 bucks a month to live for free. Not yeah. to mention this, this place is appreciated like crazy. So yeah. yeah, I think everyone should house hack. I mean, I know not everybody wants to live across the hall from our tenants or even you know the, the room down the hall if it's roommates. But if you can just stomach it for a couple of years, it will change your life. Yeah. And really, I know 3,800 in your example, but in reality, it's more like 4,500 because you got to pay rent after taxes. Yes. Right. So let's not forget that good old tax man. Got to get his piece. So exactly. yeah, house, house hacking, um, you know, again, if you're, if you're, if you're not married, right. And certainly no kids, roommates make a perfect example, right. Um, Spencer Cornelia in Vegas. I think he just got his third unit, maybe his fourth unit. I interviewed him a little while ago. He's doing great things. And that's a guy who's huge on YouTube and, and failed at flipping in Ohio or wherever it was. He's living for free. It's, mm -hmm. it's more, more people need to look at that. But if you're in my age bracket, you got a couple of kids, um, you know, you're just not in that position where that makes sense. Or you live in an area where there are no multifamily, which is actually pretty common, actually. Um, one rental at a time is for you. Mm -hmm. Live below your means buy one, save, buy another, uh, you know, maybe you don't get to a dozen, but if you just get to four, your, your future will be different. Your kid's college will be paid for. I mean, what, I mean, they become a savings account and it's a savings account that appreciates and you get tax advantages and depreciation. 
yeah, it's, it's, it's do the work, understand average, live below your means. People don't get money. And I, I got to tell you, I didn't really get money, meaning like earning, spending all of that until I was 33, 34. I really started to understand how money works. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's embarrassing. And I have a freaking master's degree in business and an accountant. And I didn't know how money worked, at least at the personal level. I think that's by design. You know, oh, I mean, the, the school yeah. system is is set up to to train employees to go get a job, mm-hmm. and employees aren't really supposed to know about money. They're, you know, if they did, they would go start their own businesses or they would invest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's it's no secret that that's sort of what what it is. And as soon as you actually understand how this works. Um, you're able to put some things in place to leave your job if that's what you desire. If you love your job, then you know keep it. But for me, yeah, I was able to quit my full-time job when I was like 28 years old, right? I mean, I I retired <laughs> in my 20s because I understand how this stuff works. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, dude, my life is cra- like I, it's crazy. Like I'm 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 not even 30 yet. I literally never have to work again if I don't want to. That's it's crazy. it's just mind blowing. And I feel so lucky that I got here. And it's only because I studied this shit since I was like 12 years old. Like I studied it. I learned about money from the time I was a kid. And by the time I was 19, I was really, really good at it. And um, some people are starting later and that's fine, but learn it eventually. You can learn it anytime, but you do got to learn it. Well, let me ask you this question. I didn't prep you for this. So if you don't have the answer, we'll hit it next week. What are some books or YouTube channels or where, where do you go? Let's go back to you learning all of this. What would you tell somebody who's like, okay, Todd, I'm 22. I want to be you. What are some things or followers or who should they look at to start learning that? Well, just like you did, I would suggest reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Okay. That's a really good book. I know that of late, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of that book, has had some controversy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still a good book. Yeah. The book is the book, right? Don't. Yeah. Yeah. The book is. Yeah. It's. It's it changed good, my life. It, absolutely. It's a really good book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I really like The Richest Man in Babylon, Ooh, um, like yeah, Cashflow like Quadrant, I really like as well. And then if you're going to go into sales like I did, How to Win Friends, Friends and Influence People, mm-hmm. amazing book. Um, so all of that stuff, you know, with YouTube, you, you got to be careful with YouTube. So obviously you have a great channel. There are some other people out there who are, are teaching it. I think, unfortunately, with YouTube is the truth about personal finance doesn't always get you clicks Yeah, no because kidding. the truth about personal finance is it's actually really boring and it's straightforward, right? It's not about like, Oh, <clears throat> you know, here, let me buy this Shiba Inu and become a billionaire in like 36 hours. Like that's not for 99.9% of people. That's not what's going to do it. Right. Um, yeah. That's very, very, that's like a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just got to be careful about the content you consume because a lot of it is just sort of leading you down a click funnel to go to some $10,000 seminar and you don't need to do that. Yeah, I totally agree. One of the books that I have back here, this one, this is a, this is a book I read in the last couple of years that I think more and more people need to appreciate ex- extreme ownership. You just need to own it, own it yourself. Stop blaming mm-hmm. others, right? Stop looking for who else could do it and, I'm actually starting to collect autographs. So I actually got Jocko's autograph. I don't know if you can see that, but nice. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, that that is huge. And that's something that is actually really interesting for me because it's not in my DNA to blame somebody else for my problems. 
And I'm just like, I've literally never, it's never occurred to me that like somebody else should pay off my student loans or like anything like that, right? So the whole entitlement attitude today, it's foreign to me. It's it's honestly shocking. Like it's it's yeah. like really like you you don't want to accept any responsibility for your life, like none at all. And um, as soon as you do, then you can change it because if it's if if it's if your life is up to you, then you have the power and the control to change it. You don't need the government to do it. You don't need the taxpayers to do it. You can do it. You have the power right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you know. I, w- I don't understand the people who complain about their life and then do nothing to change it. It just makes no sense to me. Yeah. So if we were going to wrap this up, what are three things that you hope if somebody spent time researching Todd Baldwin, what would be three things you hope they take away from that research? Awesome. Um, yeah, really good question. I think the biggest thing is live on less than you make. Yeah. Um, and I know that that can be hard if you're making minimum wage. And for that, it's tough but you can do things to make yourself more valuable so that your wage increases, or you can get a side hustle or a second job if that's in your aspiration. Live on less than you make is number one. Number two is invest as much as you can. And once you're living on less than you make, you can do that. Um, Number three would be real estate, which actually sort of like is a piggyback off number two. You guys, real estate is one of the most tried and true ways to build wealth. And the beautiful thing is you can do a first-time home buyer program where you put 5% down, but you still get the appreciation on the full value of the home and you get the depreciation on the full value of the home. And, you know, if, so like for this duplex, I bought it for 900,000. My down payment was 90 grand. I had to put 10% down. But when real estate goes up by 20%, it's not just my 90,000 that went up by 20%. It's the 900,000 that went up by 20%, right? So it, being able to leverage your money over 30 years, cheap money, cheap interest rates, get a tenant in there to pay it off. I mean, that is so powerful. Yeah, love that. Love that. Well, thank you for being a part of my expert series. I actually need to get a headshot from you because something that is going in my studios are headshots of all my experts. So uh, I'll be one of those. Thank you very much. And what is your YouTube channel? YouTube channel is Todd Baldwin. And if you want to DM me on Instagram, it's just at Todd J Baldwin. Very cool, man. Thanks again. Thank you.